So welcome along, you're with me Mike Bufton. Some might know me as Mr. Mister, and it's my pleasure to bring you guests from across the world, talking about how they invest in what is without a doubt the most important thing in our lives, health and well-being of our body and minds, right here on The Tonic Effect. So this edition, I'm catching up with a London-based producer, DJ and engineer, who's made quite a name for himself over the past couple of years, with releases on the likes of Hot Creations, Left Room, Knee Deep in Sound, Viva Music, 8-Bits and Lower East to name a handful, plus heavy support from across the BBC Radio 1 show roster. There's no doubt that Janssen's has cemented himself as a mainstay on the global house music circuit. So we're talking good food, the power of routine, the importance of a support network for mental health and the dangers of social media on the mind. Let's take it away. So first question is, what do you do to keep active? At the moment, I cycle to the studio now every day. That's been like a new thing through lockdown. I thought, why not get a bike? Another reason is why is because Louise, my partner, she's got a full-time job as well. And we've got a little dog. So I need to go back and forth quite quick to see if he's okay, feed him, spend a bit of time at lunchtime and all that. So that's, a, that's already a good way of keeping a bit active. Uh, most, most mornings of the week, I do training. I do like a hip workout, like it's a 20-minute one. And I'm getting really into my running again. I did my fastest time actually this week. Nice. Um, Good to uh, see you challenging yourself then. Yeah, yeah. No, because when I started doing I got recently into running again. It was like start of June. I was averaging about 33 minutes for 5K. I did it in 26 minutes yesterday. So it just shows you if you really um, if you really want to do it and uh, you feel great for doing it as well, you can do it. You feel pumped after it and it sets you up nicely for a day because I feel like if you get up early and you feel, you feel like you've already won, like you feel like you're ready to go, you feel like, you feel like a bit of a blues if you oversleep and you're a bit lethargic and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good way to motivate me when I get to the studio. Uh, I'm also, I'm going to do an 8K tomorrow. I want to try and get to a 10K run by the end of August. So all these little nice. goals, setting little goals, even in music and fitness, everything, I think it's important for like your well-being and it gets you motivated, it gives you more drive. I really think that, yeah. I do keep as active as I can. I'm also seeing um, my friend Ben. I don't know if you know Ben, chiropractor. He's yeah, yeah. Like, uh, he's, I'm going to sit, I've been seeing him like a couple of Sunday mornings just because I, I sit down a lot. I get like, you know, it's not the best really sitting in a studio chair for hours and ends. So he's just helping me, you know, with my joints and giving me some like stretching exercises just to get more flexibility, which is like, I think it's really important if you're, if you're in a studio or not move about a bit, even if it's like every other hour, just go for a little walk, or get out or something like that. I think that's really important. Another thing is well, I like to mix it up. I don't want to do the same exercise or the same routine. That would get a bit tedious and boring. It gets boring, yeah. Well, I think it's so important that you're setting yourself goals as well, because if you don't have those goals, uh, then you obviously don't have that kind of motivation. It's really important for your body as well, because if you're not pushing yourself, then you just don't adapt. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think what's really good as well is this Apple Watch. Yeah, that's just like, that's a good little yeah. motivator. That's the fitness thing, and uh, yeah, and you can uh, you can like challenge your mates, can't you? We got it. You can see what they're doing. They're like sort of a move rings and stuff. Like, oh, I need to go and beat him. Things like that. It's like yeah. competitive. I'm quite competitive, and uh, it leads us on nicely to the next question. Actually, talking about um, any fitness or health related goals, and like you say, I mean, it's, is it more of a, a personal thing for you? So at this stage, you're not obviously looking to run a 10k competition. But it's yeah. you've got you're competing with yourself and, and obviously your mates who are on your yeah um, for me it's confidence as well especially when like, I was I wasn't as fit before lockdown 
I'm really into it again now. I go for stages, but I'm really like focused at the moment. But Don't we all? When you're performing, you want yeah. When you're performing behind like in front of people, you want to feel confident in yourself and how you look. Do you know what I mean? I think that's really important. Um, and it, it comes across if you're more confident performing and just that your performance is better and stuff like that. And yeah, like I said, if uh, if I've trained, like you, you feel your head feels clearer, you feel more focused. And for me, writing music that's like uh, really important. Yeah. Yeah, of course, well, uh, releasing endorphins, isn't it? And uh, it's a whole yeah. physiology thing of exercise and raising your heart rate. And um, yeah. yeah, just just kind of, it frees your mind, especially something like running. You know, you really don't have to think about anything else, but you're running. Yeah, no, um, it's nice. Exactly. Put, some, put some tunes on. It's a good way to listen to new music as well. Yeah. I always make like a, a playlist on Spotify. I love Spotify. I dig through new things. Uh, I don't really run to uh, dance music, believe it or not, house music. It's more, Do you know sort of bands and stuff like that or um yeah old sort of 80s bands or new bands that i've discovered and stuff like that which is quite weird i bet you listen to some of your own stuff as well just just fresh no, out of the studio never, Do you not? Pretty... <laughs> no. fresh out of the studio to see what it sounds like and what what headphones <laughs> have you got like, Do you... Yeah, i don't really know I, I listen to like my own stuff after i've made it with my headphones and my laptop at home but i, don't, I never really run to it maybe i should do, do that yeah reference sound, yeah yeah because yeah, that's it i mean that, you think the amount of people that are using Spotify now who are generally yeah. listening on whether they be uh, ear pods or uh, probably probably not in ears like these but um, yeah. it's good to have that reference of, of what your music sounds like across different yeah. platforms isn't it what have you got what they, I've got the Sony they're the Sony ones they're wicked the the, the wireless ones that's what I mean the, the sound's amazing the noise cancelling one these are called Cosmic Ears so they're uh, custom yeah. in-ear monitors Right. And, oh, uh, okay. The technology oh. inside them is is balanced armatures, so um, it's right. unlike uh, you know your, your headphone that you get with dynamic drivers. They're actually small metal rods which vibrate. Um, incredible sound, oh. mate. I, I've never heard oh, anything quite like yeah, that's, it. That sounded better than mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there. Uh, you, you'll probably see um, Stormzy, Arctic Monkeys, Royal Blood. They all right. use Cosmic Ears. So um, yeah, it's. Uh, I'll it's check a, that out. Yeah, yeah they're, they're a Manchester brand. Yeah, um, absolutely right. brilliant. So um, I wouldn't go anywhere without them, but they're so comfortable. And yeah. um, also you can listen to your music at a decent volume. You don't have to crank it up, you know, so they're, they're good. Protect- yeah. I wouldn't say ear protection, but, you know, they yeah. assist you in making sure that you're not cranking up and damaging your ear. Yeah, yeah. That's quite easy to do, isn't it? <laughs> it, it is. It's really easy to do. <laughs> Thank you.
moving on with the questions, tell us a little bit about your daily routine because you talk about the importance of getting up and, and getting out and getting the heart rate up. So do you have a set routine do you like to try and stick to? Um, yeah, well, at the, it's funny at the moment because obviously with lockdown, it's, it's slightly changed because it's very, well, it's already, it already a shooter heavy, but it's extra shooter heavy now. And this, this, well, this month, uh, August, I've taken myself just to write my own music. But I'm still sort of sticking to the same routine as if I had got, a, if I was engineering for a client. So I basically get up about half six, seven, um, put the TV on. Uh, if I'm doing, sometimes I have a smoothie before, but if normally I don't, normally I'll go for like, like a run first or a thing and have something afterwards. I normally make it for me and Louise. Or if, I, if I've trained quite heavy, I might have like, um, granola and some like proteins you know what I mean because nice, you yeah. it and it's a bit more um, I normally then sometimes if it's a nice day I walk because Louise is like a sort of 20 minute walk to her work so I don't normally start studio till like 10.30 you know music sort of time so I normally walk with her we normally grab a coffee because there's loads of nice little um, coffee sort of joints uh, around isn't it and we always like try a new one go see what it's like and then uh, yeah sort of cycle so sometimes we'll mainly cycle to the studio and then to get it for 10 30 um and then have lunch about one ish like i said then i go home uh which is quite good because it means i could go home i can cook at home then as well because like there's not much food places around the studio so you end up getting a bit of convenience food sometimes which is not the best it's always yeah. good to like fresh you know what i mean and then um come back work to the studio and then the reason will come back after work and she'll look after royston the dog um sometimes i might work till Depends how I'm feeling, I might work till 11 at night or sometimes I might just go home and have a nice dinner with Louise and just have like a chill out at night, watch a movie or something. That's a nice sort, of, sort of week routine, really. And the yeah. benefits of being your own boss as well. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that's why uh, I always start a bit later. <laughs> and uh, do, I mean, do you obviously um, swear by that kind of routine as well then? I mean, it's something that, that uh, you feel helps you with productivity? Yeah, I mean, some, like I said, sometimes... Sometimes, like in the morning, where nothing really sort of clicks in the studio, but then I sort of come to like six, seven, and everything starts flowing. The juices are flowing. And I think, right, I'm going to just crack on for a bit. I told you, I'll probably be a bit late tonight. So I'm lucky, but the studio's like quite, it's about a, it's like a 20, 25 minute walk or uh, seven, eight minute uh, bike ride. Perfect, so I'm quite near. It? Yeah, so it's nice. It's easy. That's why I was lucky with lockdown as well. I didn't have to get any public transport or anything. So mm-hmm. it's easily accessible. So I'm lucky in that aspect, yeah. So if, like I said, if, if 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 it's all flowing, like don't stop. Do you know what I mean? But then sometimes if it's if it's not really happening, just call it a day. You know, Get, give your mind a rest because there's no point in a pseudo forcing things either. Because it no. just it that, that's bad. It's bad mentally, and just you get frustrated with yourself and just like just walk away and like come back fresh the next day. Yeah, Stuff interestingly, like talking about creativity flowing, and if you were in the studio. Uh, let's say eight nine o'clock, and you had some ideas flowing, and you had you know some some drum patterns going, some nice bass lines, and you're like, right, you're in the groove. I mean, essentially, you might stay in the studio till two, three, four in the morning, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I never go. I never go that late. I would do if it's if it was really happening, but I normally get things at, at a nice point. Like I never, I've never, I never finish a track in one day as well. Always like because if you've heard some of hours and ends, you need to just get away from it and come out with fresh ears. Yeah, but I normally like the first seven. Just get an initial good idea down. Maybe do like a skeleton arrangement, and then go. Yeah, that's cool. I'm leaving it there because you could overcook it. That's the worst thing you could do. I've done that loads. You just start adding too much stuff to it and things like that. It's always if you're happy, if you're popping away, 
and you're happy with what you've got, just walk away, come back next day and finish it. Uh, for me, that's, that method works for me really well. Obviously, if engineering is a bit different, because it's like um, you're under a time pressure. But I always say longer way music engineering, because I don't know, you sort of, you think about it more. Obviously, you work with a client, they've got like a, a set target or whatever it wants to be. And I'm, I can do that quite quick. When it comes to my own stuff, just take a bit more time over it. Sure, I suppose yeah. it's the luxury you can, I suppose, yeah. I guess it's easier to switch off with, with client work, so to speak, isn't it, as well? Because, I mean, say it's, it's not your idea. Obviously, they're using your professional expertise on, you know, getting the right yeah. sound. But it's easier just to say, right, it's kind of, it's not my idea, so I can chill when it is your idea yeah. and everything's flowing. Yeah. You're probably, your mind's racing. I'm just, I'm not maybe putting words in your mouth. But, I mean, if, if you were to get to that, I mean, how would you kind of chill out at night time? What would you do to you know, to relax? I mean, is it you walk home, you cycle home from the studio that kind of chills you out? Yeah, it's, it's just hanging out with Louise, really. And I, I, I love, like, I love a, I love a movie, and so that, that's that. That's, I like, and I look a lot of people read and stuff. I don't, I read, I don't really read, like, I, I might read some tech stuff, that music sort of stuff. I don't really read, like, bio, bios or, uh, you know, novels, whatever. I'm not really that sort of person. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just, I just like to watch a movie or, silly cartoon like Rick and Morty or something like that do you know what I mean so things so that, that can't do you down yeah yeah because my mind's so oh, music music through the day and it's, you know you're thinking a lot it's like when you're creatively thinking of stuff so just the thing like to totally switch off so I do that's nothing I do as well that's another thing I do actually I'll tell you is if if I'm in a studio and it's not really clicking I go right what's on what, not the moment you can't but what's on the cinema I'll just go to the cinema for a couple of hours because that, that for me I'm just totally in those couple of hours and just thinking about that movie and it kind of resets my mind. Yeah, And I great. go back and I'll, then I'll probably have a good afternoon. So like yeah. I said, it's really important to have breaks because like, you know, especially like uh, electric music, it's like quite loop-based, isn't it? You listen to the same thing. It's going to drive you mad ha- no matter how good that loop is. So go away, yeah. come back, go away, come back. I, I really think that you benefit off that. Next up, uh, what are your what are your go to breakfast, uh, lunches, and dinners? Have you got a okay. go to Mav, Mav special, Jansen special? Do you know what? I, I love I love eggs. Just, I love scrap. I'm favourite scrambled eggs on sourdough with smoked salmon. Nice. I love it. Yeah, but uh, in the, like I said, I like granola. I got granola with like bananas and mango and like, um, Greek yogurt, and obviously have the smoothies as well. That's me. Yeah. 
Nice Obviously, and healthy. I'm not going to lie, I like a full English as well now and then, do you know what I mean? But... <laughs> Good protein <laughs> I mean, in a full like... English. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I work in the studio, and the, if, I, if I've got a client or something on the weekends, we normally go, there's loads of nice cafes down there, we normally go and get like a nice, you know, nice like poached eggs and sourdough, salmon and all that. Very nice. Quite, yeah, yeah, it's nice. Set up for the day, do you know what I mean? Do you um, do any uh, meal prep for lunch? Yeah, it's about to ask you that. Um, not well, like I said, I'm quite like because I can go home now. Because the thing is, the facilities at the studio are not the best. All it's got is a microwave, it's got three, not many pots and pans, uh, a hob, it hasn't got an oven or anything like that. So you're a bit limited. Um, uh, so yeah, normally, normally I just do like a week shot uh, and I get everything sort of what I need for the week, and then I'll cook stuff when I get home. Or sometimes if I'm in a bit of a mad rush, I'll just get a, a delivery. But I you thought you were going to say pot noodle then, mate. No, <laughs> but you get healthy stuff as well, like um, how do you say it? the poke bowl things, all that. I love them. Yeah, right. Poke bowls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't have like a mega a mega lunch really. Sometimes, sometimes I won't even have one if I'm working. Do you know what I mean? I'm, if, I don't, if, I, if I don't feel like I need it, I won't have it. Do you know what I mean? I might go to the shop and get a bag of nuts or something or whatever. But yeah, I try to not have a big lunch. You know what I mean? And then save like for a nice dinner when we go nice. home. Yeah, and what would that be? What's your What's your dream dinner? I like a I like rice and grains, all that. Lovely. Nando's. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but yeah, like I said, I try to um, try to be as healthy as possible, but at the same time, you still got to enjoy it. At some point, eating stuff you're not enjoying as well. You got you know you got to have you can still enjoy you can still eat healthy food and enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's so important to have balance and moderation, isn't it? That's the word balance. Balance and everything. That's what it's about. Yeah, Definitely. yeah, that's good. So, um, so you're very mindful of that, of of balance, and um, yeah. obviously the nutrition angles when you're eating as well. I mean, I I don't. I just obviously I know I don't I don't try to overeat basically, and just think and think about what I'm putting in my body. Is it is it going to make that's it good. better and stuff like that? Yeah. That's really good. Do you know what that the fact that you are actually mindful about what you're putting into your body is yeah. is, is is absolutely amazing, mate. So. I mean, like the best thing to do is just basically make it yourself. Get get because like, I mean, the ready meal stuff is just so much stuff in it, isn't it? If it's got millions of ingredients and stuff you can't pronounce, and oh, it's probably not going to be probably not going to be the best video, is it? No, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. good mate. Well, um, leads nicely onto our next question. So, what is your favourite cuisine? I think you maybe mentioned uh, your your Thai curries and. Yeah, I love I love I love I love really spicy sort of really lots of flavours and foods, but then not. I mean, I like a I like a good pizza and just love it all, really. Yeah, yeah, but I'd say I'd say I like a paella as well. Paella, paella. I love seafood stuff. Good paella, um, yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually made one. Uh, actually made one, my first one from scratch lockdown. It was actually right as well. Congrats, congrats. <laughs> did you think it was all right? How did Louise think it was? No, she was good. It was good. <laughs> yeah, I nailed it. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah she's very impressed. <laughs> yeah. Brownie points for you, mate. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what's your favourite restaurant in London? Oh mate, there's so many. There's so many. There's um, there's like just we're living some really good ones. It's like a place called Crawl on the Lawn. It's like a sort of seafoody tapas sort of place. Sounds amazing. Really good. Then there's like Trullo. It's like a really nice sort of hearty Italian restaurant. Um, I love Dishoom as well. Even Dishoom. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I, I, I love Indian that. Indian like, cuisine, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think King's Cross. That's that's that. That's a proper like treat, though, isn't it? That's proper like. Heavy, rich food, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's lovely. But I like I like all the little independent. There's a place called La Forella on Upper Street, sort of. I love it. I like I like 
bitty stuff. I love like sort of meze and you know, that's not because I like Turkish as well. So, but that's one thing with sport for choice um, in, in London. <clears throat> and oh, another thing I want to mention is a roast dinner. A killer right? it's a killer roast. roast around here as well. Yeah, yeah, can't be that. <laughs> can't be that. Um, you talked about Turkey then. So, um, what's your favourite city that you've toured in terms of the cuisine? Oh, I mean, every every like every European city that I've always had great food. Actually, do you know what? I went to I played in Tunisia uh, last year, and they took me to this um, like, fish restaurant like, on the beach, and that was that was pretty pretty good. Yeah, I was nice. definitely up there. But obviously, Italy. You know, I love it, love, love Italy. I love everything about it. It's lovely. So yeah, yeah um, very yeah, hard question so, that. To be fair, they, mate. I think every every year, especially Europe. I think the food in Europe is great. Like, so yeah, I haven't really been to Asia, but um, unfortunately, I'm sure I'd love that if I went there because I love the Asian cuisine. But I've not actually been there, so that's one to okay. do. What Pretty about the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about the worst? What about the worst cuisine? You've been so you're on tour. You're really hungry. Like, oh, I need something. It's going to fill me up, and you're just like, no, it's not coming. Oh it. god. Um. Probably. Um. Oh, no. <laughs> don't say Dubai mate because uh, uh, no Dubai was mate, that, that, that was really good the food there god yes. was that pastry chicken actually was that, that sort of it was like a cheese but like it was like a basket made of cheese or something it was mad oh, it was sort of, it was like, I forget mate I forget <laughs> that's a hard question I haven't really had but, but motor motors when, you, when they take you to dinner as well they'll take you to a nice place wouldn't they yeah, so, I mean, yeah. you know about so. food yeah, yeah, you hope so, yeah. Then So important one for a lot of people. Um, we talked yep. about it briefly earlier, and that's um, sleep. So uh, obviously, uh, within yep. your industry, um, it's uh, obviously late nights in the studio, gigging. Um, yeah. It's inconsistent. Some night might be eleven o'clock. Some nights might be four a.m., six a.m. You just yeah. don't know. So, do you have any kind of rituals before you go to bed? Breathing, meditation, anything like that? Do you know what? I should. I'm not really. Um, one of my fr- good friends, Ben Rao, he does it. He swears by it. And when I went over to Berlin, um, we, went, we did like a collab last year. We had a week over there in Berlin with him. He was doing it every morning. And he said, come and join me. But he was, I just couldn't get into it. I'm sure it's a really good thing to do. I should really do it. But no, I don't really, I just, like I said, I'll just put a movie on and just, or just, just chill out. Just like, switch off, I yeah. Off that way. But yeah. I should really try it because I know a lot of people do it, don't they? And a lot of people swear by it. 
It's interesting you say uh, that about meditation, actually, because um, a lot of people I speak to about it say exactly the same thing. They're just not kind of ready for it yet. And I think, I think you've got to be dedicated and train yourself to do it, haven't you? It do, you do, yeah, actually. It's, it's difficult to do. Meditation is yeah. difficult to do, you know, mindfulness or wherever you're doing, you know, uh, meditating on the heart, whatever kind of form of meditation it is, you do have to learn how to do it. Uh, there's some amazing apps out there. Uh, I learned on Headspace. Yeah, that's the one he, he was using, yeah. Yeah, Headspace was absolutely brilliant. So um, that guides you through uh, initially 10 minutes and then it extends, it gets longer, 15, 20 minutes. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it kind of trains you to calm your mind and know when do to you do every day? And, um, I try to, uh, yeah. I'll be honest. I haven't actually done it for quite a while now, probably a few months. And it's strange. You'd think that being in lockdown, uh, it would be the perfect opportunity for me to do it. But I think the reason I think why you I slow down a bit though, isn't it as well in lockdown? Cause that's exactly what it is. That. It's, it's resting your mind, I guess, isn't it? Everything's so, slowed down and like gone to a nicer yeah. pace through this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it is a challenge because I know when I was working, I was leaving the yeah. house uh, half past seven every morning and, and I would try and exercise before I left for work. So it even very early exercise, well, yeah. it would mean getting up at, if I wanted to meditate for 20 to 30 minutes, which is what I yeah. deem for me uh, beneficial, I'd have to be up at five o'clock every morning. So oh, yeah. five o'clock, you get up, you meditate, you know, that takes you to quarter to six. So then I want to walk. And um, yeah. it was easier for me to do that when I was living in Dubai by myself when Jen and the kids were back here in England because I, you didn't have anyone to worry about or anything to worry yeah. about. You know? So you could go to bed the night before at half past eight, nine o'clock. Getting up at five is no yeah. problem. But um, yeah, yeah. it all depends on how much sleep you need as well. Some people can get by on four or five hours. Some people need yeah. a minimum of eight, you know. So, um, mm. but, but yeah, I mean, meditation for me is um, was one of my saviors, actually. It, was, it, it really, it really saved me. So... Uh, um, I'd implore it on you when you're ready, mate. Obviously. obviously can be very very lonely uh, you're in the studio by yourself now yeah um, yeah do, do you do you ever feel that um you need some company um whether that be friends family louise well that's just funny to say that because another reason why you said about being lonely like when i say you probably get tracks done quicker for engineering because you're with someone and you sort of bounce with each other when you're on your own you start answering to yourself and it's yeah. it's hard you, you just don't know you, it's all these things around your head, you're doubting it, you, 
is it that good and it's hard do, do you know what I mean but um, yeah I think it's really important to be I, I like to see people be social like even like if it's a little FaceTime call with someone or even just little messages and stuff I have like or just have contact with people I think it's really important and stuff mm. all the time yeah yeah, because it's important that you've got a support network there. I mean, um, a lot of us have, you know, very good friends and family that you could call at any time of the day. But I think, um, especially in the music industry, I think you just said the word self-doubt. When that starts mm. to creep in, whether it be about... I get that loads, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but you yeah, obviously, had... you're, you're lucky to, to be able to handle that well. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll go through it. This month's been a bit like that, but I realise it will pass. So you just got to keep going through it and staying focused and, you know, you just... I mean, as you know, you're not alone. You know, everybody gets that. And just, just, I chat to people about it as well. Yeah. You know, Louise is great. I tell her and people speak to mates that are like in music as well. They, they all sort of kind of think, yeah, we all get it as well. I think most people do get it. Do you know what I mean? So. Do you think that's yeah. important to talk to people then? Massively, man. I always, oh, massively. Yeah. Whenever I, whenever I say I've had a rubbish day in the studio or something, I'm walking home. Mate, you realise they'll just, they'll I've got a guy mate called Lee and he's really good at like, bringing out the positives and he makes you realise like, what you've achieved so, like, this year and, you go, and then you realise, okay, yeah, I've done a lot and just little things like that. Yeah. So important for people, massively. It's good to talk. Don't, 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 just, don't just build it up and just beat yourself up and things. Just, you know, yeah, definitely yeah. talk to people. And, and it's, it's, it's a right to feel that emotion, isn't it? Even as, you know, yeah, guys. Human, aren't you? Yeah, 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 we are. We yeah. are, we're human and I think as, as guys especially as well, you kind of get caught up in that that macho-ness of, well, I don't really want to share my feelings. I don't feel like I can share my feelings, but it's okay to share yeah. them, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's another thing. Like, when I do, I mean, I built up like a lot of my clients and like, a lot of their friends now, really. You know, we've worked together for ages. So we always have like a moan about the industry or if we've got, before I'm a bit fed up, I'll, I'll talk to them and the same thing. Because they're all in the same sort of industry. It's quite nice, isn't it? So, yeah. you know, you're bonding and you're chatting about stuff and yeah. Yeah, so it's really important. I think it's really important just to chat about stuff or if you're feeling it makes you feel better, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and on the subject of, of that anxiety and worry, um, in the music industry, are there any other areas that, that uh, you know, you, you get concerned about um, um, that might bring I, that on? I'm, I, I tell you what, I'm pretty lucky. Like, obviously, I get you, you're traveling sometimes, gets you a bit lonely. I don't really get anxious or anything like that. I, the only thing I'm most anxious, if I'm going to be very truly honest, is Instagram. And uh, I'll tell you why, because I, I, it's a very important tool, you've got to do it. But I'm trying to limit myself more and more on it, like stop scrolling, scrolling through and looking at stories, because you always, like, you always compare yourself and stuff like that. And I don't know, I don't think it's very healthy sometimes. Just go on it, use it, you know, reply to comments, have a little go on it, uh, do, do, do a post if it's, you, know, you need to do it and stuff like that. But just don't don't be on all the time because it's easy. You get you get into the trap, and obviously it gets in the way of the studio as well. <laughs> Maybe you'll do it. I'll be sitting there going like that, or going on Facebook or stuff like that. And I think um, yeah, and follow positive people. If you're going to do it, follow positive people as well and friends and stuff like that. If yeah, but that's the only thing that makes me makes me doubt myself. Yeah. Truly honest. Social media. It's so um, funny that isn't it's, it? It's such a it's such a it's such a beat. Such a monster. Social media. It's so. It's so important, though. I do mm. think it's really important. You have to have your presence on it, but it's just not, you need to use it in the right way. Yeah. Use it how how it makes you feel happy. Don't don't let it consume you as well. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you've got to use it, but do do use it in the right way. You know. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah. Really, really nice bits of advice, there, mate. I, I totally agree with you. I think uh, you can get consumed and sucked in 
uh, yeah. about, uh, with the lives of other people that, uh, let's face it, most of the time on social media are clouded and, uh, you know, fluffed up and, and not actually real. Um, yeah. And it takes, I think, experience to maybe spot the ones that are and aren't. And it's the younger generation, isn't it, that, uh, that yeah. might be clouded by that. So um, needs, it leads me nicely on to my next question, actually. Um, I'm yeah. sure um, some of the advice that you're going to impart now uh, might be towards that. But if you can impart three golden nuggets of advice um, to to anyone and everyone, mm-hmm. um, whether it be about themselves, whether it be music industry, what they eat, what they drink, anything like that, you go for it. Definitely uh, keep stay healthy physically and in your mind. Uh, like I said, really get good friends in this in industry, find out who your mates are as well. And to be honest, most, most people in this industry are great. Honestly, I've met some lifelong friends from it. Um, and it's really important to build those relationships and just, just keep working hard to keep like, uh, keep believing in yourself. Like I said, you're going to have those, you can have those down days, but that's natural. That's normal. Everybody has it. And just, that's why going back to like, your friends and stuff like that, people you can talk to, to, to help you. So, so get that good network of people around you. St- stay like, healthy and just work hard. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
Right, and finally, so what's your go-to track or artist or compilation for winding down, chilling out? Oh, God. Um, changes all the time, really. Uh, God, who's there? It's my Spotify at the moment. I'll put you yeah. on the spot, haven't I? Yeah, yeah bring, <laughs> bring your Spotify up. Once again, I don't really, like I said, I don't really listen to, to music in, at night to wind down, weirdly. I don't. I listen to it in the morning. Obviously, listen to all their work. Obviously, from a party or something like that, or running or in a car, it's music. But actually, music at night, I don't really trying to think. Yeah. I, I like old disco stuff. I like I, I love all the old sort of old like '90s hip hop albums, like The Chronic and stuff like that, and Snoop. That's not, yeah. really, that's not really wind down music, though, is it? Uh, I love all like synthwave as well, like, the '80s sort of synthwave stuff. Like, I've heard of College and stuff like that. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That sort of stuff. Um, but mate, I just mm-hmm. love. I, just, I'm, I know it sounds like a cliche, I just love all music. I do. Like, I, I, it's a, it depends what mood you're in, isn't it? It's just, you, that's, that's what's so good about it. So, there's music for every mood, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. But like I said, I've, just, I've, just got, I've got hundreds of Spotify playlists and uh, I'll just go through. Yeah, and I always have like, um, a dig for new music as well. You know, I'll go like a little tangent on YouTube or a record label sites and stuff like that or uh, Bandcamp, things like that. I have a little nice. dig for Yeah. Talking about music, you've obviously had a brilliant couple of years, two two plus years, in fact. But I think it's uh, uh, you know the the highlights have been um, you know your features on BBC and some massive support yeah. from some huge industry names, and you yourself are becoming a uh, a heavyweight name in the industry now as well. So you've obviously got a lot of stuff uh, on the horizon coming up. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about um, some exciting projects that that we should know about. Uh, well, we basically got the new Love Hurts. You know Love Hurts, didn't you? Me and Richie. The, Richie uh, Ahmed, sort of yeah. Yeah, we've got the new volume three sort of, it's on pre-order now actually, I think. Uh, I think you get some of the record shops now. That comes out uh, end of August. Uh, I've done a remix of Bushwacker, which is really nice. cool. Uh, uh, Bernski's done another, another remix of it. So that's quite a nice little package. That'll be coming out, um, <coughs> excuse me, in about six weeks. Um, Liz Cass, uh, who's somewhat less ordinary, excuse me, she's got her like um, her first like, solo single out, um, <laughs> yeah, um, this Friday. And it's, it's a really nice vocal. I'm gonna do like a remix for that, which I'm looking forward to. That will come out, I think, September time. I had to fill up to switch as well on Circus, but we've sort of held back on that because of um, we're waiting, we're waiting just for like. Better times. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's, like a, it's quite a big club record, so we're just sort of holding back on that. Obviously, we're going to do another one with uh, Ben Rao. I've actually got a solo EP as well coming on his um, label. Nice. Um, and then, obviously, I'm going to start my... Oh, I can't, I've, got my, I've got to call my manager, actually, after this uh, to start putting things in motion. Uh, we're going to start doing, I'm going to start doing a podcast series as well, like a mixed series. Amazing. I'll give up all I made and do like an intro thing just to really build... Oh, that yeah. sounds really um, exciting, man. When are you hoping yeah, yeah. to uh, to have your, your debut release on it? Uh, well, I want it, well, obviously the next stage, I want, it's got to be really slick, the artwork. I've got a really good brand identity. So that's something I'm going to start working on. Well, from today, yeah, start working on that. I mean, I'd like to, realistically, start for next year. And I'll probably release like, the first few EPs just be me. Yeah. Before, before like, I start taking demos to show... What, what the music's going to be about you know, when people start sending demos in and stuff. But and that I'm vibe's really, going to be housey, right? Nice if, yeah, style. Yeah, all around excites me or anything. But yeah, but I just like, you know, it could be a bit electro if you want or 
classic house or deep house, whatever. If it's if it's good, if it's good music, um, I'll like it or put it out. We've become quite varied in my music, on honor. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm super excited about it. To be honest, I'm like, really excited. We want to do it for ages, and I think this is the time now. Brilliant, mate. Well, wish you all the best. Yeah, like I said, I'm hoping we're going to make some magic this next month or the next sort of five weeks, which is like it's precious to me to have this time because normally it's engineering and stuff like that, but to have a whole block of time off, uh, it's going to be... Uh, well, look, um, it's been a pleasure to speak to you, mate. Thank you so much for your time. Absolute pleasure, mate. Over really, right. really appreciate <laughs> it. And uh, yeah, absolutely spot on. And um, I'm going to say it now, but I didn't say it at the start, but you are the first ever guest on the Tonic Effect. Yeah. Well, look, mate, honestly, really appreciate your time. No, mate, no, it's been good. And uh, just great to catch up. Yeah, definitely, yeah. All right, mate, well, uh, take it easy. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Bye, mate.